That's crazy. So he's just driving around listening to like Tokyo Drift and shit. And I'm in no, Tokyo. To like French rap music. Je vous en prie, les autobus, tabernacle. That was actually, yeah, I just that's mixed. exactly what he's listening to. I just mixed in a bunch of fucking uh, Parisian French with, with, with Quebecois. And I know they hate that shit. Yeah. Oh, they think Quebec French is just a disgusting yeah, language. They think it's like country French. Welcome to the smokiest, hottiest room. It's hot and smoky. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Black Zeus, the podcast, season four, episode 21. That's right. We surpassed 420. We got so obliterated high after the recording of that episode. I didn't even think we'd make it back into the studio. Dante died and came back. Crazy story. Um, what's up, beautiful people? I hope you're doing all right. You know what I mean? It's been a minute. It's been exactly seven days since one of these things. Do I have a lot more to talk about? Probably not. Will I figure it out? Always do. Is there any stress? No. Should there be? No. But should probably try harder or something. Anyways... Welcome back to the show, <laughs> uh, the beautiful people. You know, if you're new to the show, the beautiful people are the people of this show. I keep saying people, and we the people, the people, the beautiful people. It is hot in the studio. Uh, I'm sweating, and we don't have makeup people, so you will see shine on my face. Let me cut to the wide right now. If you're watching on the YouTube, you can see my knees because it's definitely shorts all summer. I got the long socks with the Cholo uh, Adidas shoes. I got the Cholo look right now. Sweating in <laughs> this is This is summer episodes of the podcast. If you're not used to this, welcome. Uh, it's a lot of heat, like heat stroke rambles. Um, but we'll, we'll make it through, and I should probably... Start that right now by getting the show moving along. So let me introduce the guy in the studio who sits in the seat and does the producer stuff once a week. That's right. Now I'm rhyming it. It's the guy that eats apple pie. It is the crypto master that lost all his coins in a disaster. It is the homeless man that built himself back up with a plan. It is the Pokemon Master that's gonna battle faster. It is Super Saiyan Obama. Because <laughs> he just fucked your mama. Nigga, it's Dante. <laughs> That's what it sounds like in France right now. That was crazy. <laughs> that was choppers flying, bro. Chopper. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> the streets of uh, the streets of Paris is sponsored by Griselda. 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 Conductor, we have a problem. I hope conductor. Conductor, we have a problem. I hope everybody out there is safe and doing all right. Also, stop killing people uh you know anyways let's get into the the comedy podcast uh you know last week show canceled week before show canceled this week deliberately didn't plan any shows because i'm like wow look at my sketch that's a lot of week of shows plus i'm working on all this extra shit why don't i respect myself 
give myself a weekend off. Boy, did I enjoy this weekend off and all the other ones. Holy shit. Too many weekends off. Got a lot of shows to promote. So let me do that right off the hop. And while I uh, I get my phone out to, to say all the shit, I'm going to say this is all in the GTA area. I'm going to promote right now because I'm working on other shit. And I'm looking at traveling. I've been talking about that a lot. You know, da-da-da-da-da. Dante, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Blessed and highly favored. A little bit, um, I don't know. There's like a dewy feel in the air. You know, it's raining outside, but it's still like smoggy somehow. What do you, you mean know? somehow? Nigga, all these fires and just well, yeah. shit-ass air. Yeah. How's New York doing? I don't know. I haven't been checking in. Did they get it worse than us? or? I think so. Um, so Friday, July 14th, I am in Barrie, uh, Mark Trinidad and Ariana Pyle present Den of Hilarities. It's going to be at the downstairs club on the Friday. That's an eight o'clock show. Tickets are 25 in advance, 30 at the door. It's me, Doug Coning, Alex Wood, Tim Nicholson, uh, some really funny white boys. And then me, who's going to say the end bomb, uh, white town. So you know how that be. Uh, <laughs> and then Saturday, July 15th, same club, uh, different lineup. Uh, yo, there's Peter Saran, Brad, uh, Ghost, Goose. I don't, I'm mispronouncing that like crazy. And Alex Wood is back on. Shout out to my guy, Peter Saran. That's going to be a fun ass night. Um, Brad, I don't have too much. Um, I don't know too well, but I am excited to see how all that goes. I'm sure it'll be a fucking fun ass time. Uh, they got shows all weekend there, but then I'm also in Aurelia, uh, which is Mississauga, Toronto area, uh, no. on it's Monday. All, it's like by Barry. Monday the 17th. Aurelia, yeah, you're right. I said Mississauga. <laughs> um, that is by Barry, but it's before Barry, no? Yeah, it's it's like on the way to Barry. Yeah, you go through Aurelia to Barry. That makes sense. So the second thing, the third thing that we said. Wow, I'm really... Con- this is a bad promo. Monday, July 17th. Live stand-up comedy. Uh, this is at Studebaker's Beachside, 211 Mississauga Street in Aurelia. Uh, doors are at 6.30. Show's at 8. This is with my guy, Max Sheldrick. Uh, Mark Trinidad is also running this one. I'm very excited for this string of shows. Uh, let's see. I am also doing Cannabis Comedy Festival. They got their show that they run out of a fucking place. It's called Lit Research. Mm. You know Lit Research? I do. Um, they are in Shout Toronto. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're on Young Street in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's smoke friendly, but it is obviously a cannabis dispensary. Smoke friendly. So it is the show smoke friendly. I don't know about the show. The facility. The facility smoke friendly. So the show is most likely smoke friendly. <laughs> Shout out to that shit. Uh, let's go. Uh, July 8th, I'm headlining that one. So if you are in the area in Toronto, make sure you you check that shit out. Uh, Lit Research, Cannabis Comedy Festival on Instagram. That one's July 8th. Uh, I know I have another show. I just double booked another show. So I'll figure out the rescheduling that. And then I have a show with different nights. Uh, I'm always bigging up these guys. Uh, or this guy, the promoter. Uh, puts on great shows. This one's going to be in Oakville. And let's see here. August 23rd. And then I also have August the 12th in London, Ontario with my guys, Paul Thompson, Ernie Vicente, and Adam Taylor. That's going to be a fucking gangbuster show. Uh, London, I've been rolling through a bunch. Um, so yeah, try and try and catch any one of these shows. I'll try and compile it all. But, you know, if you're following me on my Instagram, social media, uh, it scrolls at the bottom of the screen. If you're watching the YouTube video every couple minutes, just follow me there. I promote all that shit there. Or if not, just, uh, you know, rewind it a couple minutes and write. Remember that? Remember pens and, and pencils and paper, erasers and whiteout, and you'd sniff the whiteout? Did you ever sniff the whiteout? You were a smarter child than that? I smelt it. But I never All right, sniff. I'm not okay. Not crackhead sniff, <laughs> but I did smell. It. Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. Do you yeah. like the smell of gasoline? Not sniffing gas. <laughs> yeah, like, but like when you pull up to a gas station, and you're like, ah. I might inhale a little bit extra longer. I'm Yo, go. it's weird, eh? Like certain <laughs> smells. I don't know what it is, but gas, and that's why weed 
Everybody's obsessed with that gas. <laughs> that gas. I need that gas. Give me the gas. <laughs> uh, but let's roll right into a little segment we like to call poll results. Poll results. Poll results. Pause. Pause results. Pause results. Pause results. A weekly segment here that is uh, comprised of uh, user votes, listener votes, all that good shit. Once again, my Instagram social media, it's aka Black Zeus. Every Monday on my story feed, I post an interactive poll question. I leave it up for 24 hours. And then on Wednesday, me and Dante come into the studio, pause, and record uh, our discussion, debate, uh, agreement, disagreement, the results. You know what I'm saying? And my apologies this week because I'm almost 100% certain that I asked this question not in this way, but in a very similar way. And I, I got to I gotta be more strategic. Maybe like uh, write them down. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't start yeah. covering. Like, I have them there. Yeah, I have yeah. the complete history of all them there, like in the show yeah. notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I should compile just like one note. Yeah, so you where know I have all the exactly, yeah. and then I'm not really running into situations like this where I ask this week's poll question Are you or do you feel like you will be financially set come retirement? Now, I don't remember exactly. Do you remember like me asking a question like this recently? No, not necessarily retirement, but like it was worded a, like financial future type deal, you know uh, what I mean? Uh, Along the same lines, out. yeah, but I, I, I'm ashamed, okay. But anyways, that's uh, that's the question that I asked this week, and then the question, the options were definitely yes, barely, and definitely no. Uh, before we get to the results, Dante, how where do you align here? Definitely yes. Definitely yes. Yes. All right, and I, you know by that fucking smirk, <laughs> I I already know this is a metaphysical answer. Yeah, dog. <laughs> yeah, like why even tell yourself anything other than yes? I uh, you know I didn't even need you to say it, nigga. That's. <laughs> That's so great. That's so great. Bro, that's so funny. It was just a look. I'm like, you know what? I think I understand completely. And that's how I feel about it too. Why the fuck would I ever tell myself no? Because uh, when you tell yourself no, that that's, that's going to be the, res the results. You know what I mean? Or more likely than not. Mm -hmm. You're only putting hurdles in your own way by telling yourself you're not going to achieve success or, you know, stability or happiness or whatever. And, yeah. um, and that's the diatribe for, for this week's episode. Diotribe. Diotribe. Which, uh, you got Boule niggas or you got Diotribe as one of the... No, I have Boule. Yeah. And I was looking for the Diotribe Okay, one. we're going to have to... We'll, yeah. we'll find one. There's yeah. a bunch of those. There's a bunch of those. Um, that's a, a little inside baseball talk for us in the studio. <laughs> we won't mention what the hell that's about yet. Just let you let your imagination fly. It's like, what are these niggas Boule on? Boule ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, are you or do you feel like you'll be financially set come retirement? Let's see what the people said. Uh, the results are oh. odd, odd. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. You pulled up a random picture of me. That's so good. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm happy I don't keep any private photos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I actually don't do any of that stuff anyway, so I'm pretty safe. But yeah. still, that could have been really weird. I you went just the went. Wrong way. Yeah, you just went into a random folder, got a photo, <laughs> and that could have exposed me somehow, some type of way. Maybe that was like passwords or something. You know what I mean? Or like, uh... <laughs> well, all right. The results are thirty-four percent definitely yes, twenty-one percent barely, forty-five percent said definitely no. Ooh, really close. Um, but like squeaked out with the nose. That's like 70%. Yeah, I don't feel like I will. <laughs> you got all fucking Joe Pesci on me. <laughs> Who's that again? <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this is going to be this week's promo. Who's that again? We just cut the same promo. I just cut to the old promo now. I use that as an intro and then... <laughs> you motherfucker. Um, yeah, that's interesting. But I can... Yo, but given the, you know... That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, given the current situation, I can maybe understand why you would be inclined to feel this way yeah I, and that's i think that's buying into the fear yeah oh retirement's not gonna be a thing oh da, da, da. i mean like i've been hearing about this since i was a kid and i mean people still been retiring to some extent 
Yeah. I'm sure it's not going to look the same when I get to quote unquote retirement age. Well, that's what I was going to say. What is even retirement? What is retirement? Nigga? It's like, yo, I'm trying to set myself up. Exactly. Like it's, it's on me. Exactly. What, like, uh, I'm going to pin my whole life down to getting to an age where I'm receiving like a thousand dollars from the government when I've realistically been putting in <laughs> like a lot more than that my whole life. I don't know, man. It's, uh, you know, yeah. I think he, I think that you, you know. Shout out to the thirty four percent though. Definitely yes. You know, like barely. At least they're opt. I feel like that's the optimistic people, like just holding yeah. out hope. Is like yeah. you know, I'll barely scrape it out. But the definitely knows, like yo, I love y'all, man. Think highly of yourself. Yeah. Even if you're not a millionaire now, doesn't mean you can't l- not even luck into. But like you, man, don't ever count yourself out. I've seen people. Uh, move up out of crazy, crazy positions in life where you would really think that at that point you would count yourself out and they're they're doing some of the best out of anybody I know in life. And that's not even a joke or just something I'm saying just to make mm-hmm. people feel better and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. It was like, bruh. And being in the art community is like, I'm sure you see it all over the place. Yeah, yeah. It's like, never fucking count yourself out because no. that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. I mean, I don't want to... Say it. Dial tribe. But Dial like, tribe. Bro, like, I don't understand, like, <laughs> people that start something and just stop. Like, I, when I used to play League of Legends, like, not to go into this whole gamer thing, but they have a feature where you can, like, surrender. You like, don't understand it? Yeah, like, it, it irks me. Question, though. Were you like this as a kid? Yes. See, I think a lot. For me, I've had to overcome this. Mm-hmm. I understood at a certain age, but growing up, I did. I literally did what you just said. I started everything and stopped it. Okay, I, I, but there's I, a difference. Like... Okay, for instance, like... That was a lack of guidance and stuff, you know? No, but, like, you can start a project and set it down, but, like, say you commit to, like... No, like, guitar, karate, taekwondo. No, but I mean, like, if you're a part of a team effort, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about League of Legends, which is a video game. Nerd! Yeah, and then 20 minutes in, man's like, I don't want to be a part of this team, I forfeit. Then why even start the game, bro? Now you're wasting everybody's time. You're hilarious, but, like, are you like this in, like, uh, like, real world... Yeah, not like, to say that like, video game scenarios aren't real world, but like you know the practical real world scenarios, mm-hmm. like group settings, school settings, yes, you know, work environments, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And you've been like this always, yeah. I, I, yeah. See, I had a lot of laziness I, and procrastination built into me as an as an adult because I instilled it into myself as mm-hmm. a child. Like I just, I all my projects were done last last second. Yeah, yeah. you know no, what I mean. Mine and, too, but I would get them done. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's uh, procrastination and shit. Yeah, but I'm talking about like the people that just like quit, just quit every like One, just yeah. psh, they flip the board over when it's you know what I mean? Like, I just did it so I wouldn't get in trouble. Did what? Like my projects and shit. Yeah, I knew I would get in shit at an African yeah, parent, no, like African parents. One hundred percent. I feel um, that. You know what I mean? So I'm like, ah. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't give a fuck. I never cared, bro. And it's because they never made it something like I only started caring in like high school and college when I started getting a little bit of choice. Yeah, yeah. And like the electives and all that stuff is like, oh, now I get to mm-hmm. choose from a selection of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I, I remember taking a TV broadcast course in in high school that completely changed my perspective on yeah. some of this shit. Yeah. And then I remember growing up, and then you know back in my day, like you looked at stuff as being gay and all that stuff. Like things have obviously progressed since then, but like I looked at the fucking drama class as being gay, bro. And then yeah. and then here I am, a comedian, not realizing that drama is just like play, like acting and and you know like it's all that shit. Like mm-hmm. it's it's stupid perceptions built into uh, built into us mm-hmm. just from osmosis. You know what yeah. I mean? And, if you and that's why you gotta challenge yourself, man. Like you gotta look in the mirror honestly, realistically, without judgment. That's the huge one, which is really hard. I mean, that was the hardest thing for me to figure out. Yeah. yeah. But now I assess everything that happens without judgment of myself. Yeah. Even like, cause it's so much better and and it's so much faster to get to a result. Yeah. If you just assess how you got there. Yeah. As opposed to why you got there, like not, I, not the I get. The, you know what I'm saying. The why is sometimes the how. As yes, well. correct. You know so I mean? that's why yeah. I didn't even want to yeah. word it that way. Yeah. But it is more important to just assess how, like, how you're in the situation as opposed to do like fucking dwell on it. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're there. You're there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
and and again, this is acknowledging that some situations of life are super heavy mm-hmm. and take time to unpack and all that stuff. And like more power to you, bro. But like more or or broette. <laughs> or fluid bro like I don't, I don't i don't care nigga i love you regardless i thought it was bro and bra i gotta fucking censor all that love shit because like if the wrong person if the wrong algorithm picks that up i might get fucking this person's trying to spread love yeah get him yeah put him in the barracks <laughs> um but that's this week's poll result you know what i mean if you want to get in on this crazy action can mm-hmm. you let's let's make this week's poll question right now i challenge you and myself Okay. Um, just because I feel like I've done this one before. Yeah. I, th- I Two heads are better than one pause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I've been watching too much of that Cameron and Mace fucking, it is what it is, bro. If you if you watch sports, like, that's a great, great, great <laughs> show. Because they're not tied to any network like ABC I, I or ESPN that. or anything like that. that. In the way that they were talking. So it's I'm niggas like, this, being this niggas no network, no talking nothing. about sports. And I think in one episode, they literally said, this is barbershop talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't get this on the other shows. So mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. that's what I think is missing. Like, I love the inside the NBA guys and stuff, but that's still too boule. squeaky clean. Yeah, it's too boule, squeaky clean. Uh, you know what I mean? And then this is like, yo, this is niggas in the barbershop. Yeah. yeah. Like, talking about sports, which is how it should be. Yeah. Um... So shout out to it is what it is. You yeah. know what I mean? To all the 50 people that are watching this and to the millions that are watching that. Yeah. <laughs> <out>. Welcome. <laughs> Peace and love. Um, so but, yeah, poll question. Like, what did you, do you have a direction? What did you have in mind? Oh, I, I, I agreed with you. Definitely, yes. Because why would I ever tell myself anything no, other no, than no, that? No, no, I mean, for the, you said you're going to challenge me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Uh, I don't, no, there's no direction. I, I, I like to ask, like, uh, like challenging questions, okay. Because I think it, yeah, I like challenging the audience as opposed to just. Mm-hmm. But I, I also every once in a while I get in a random goofy ass fucking, yeah. or even just a generic like vacation, mm, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Whatever, whatever comes to mind. I usually think of it that morning because I always forget. Yeah. I like the the best ones are the ones where I actually remember the day before, and I'll spend like an hour. Mm-hmm. Not like actively just sitting there like thinking about it, but like in the back of my mind, yeah, I'm like, like okay, what? Piecing it together. Exactly. Yeah. And then I'll run through a few. Mm-hmm. But then the ones like this are the morning of, and I'm like, fuck, I forgot <laughs> it's Monday. And uh, and then I end up using the same. I, I'm like, yo, this is a good one. <laughs> yeah. And then like 30 minutes later after posting it, I'm like, wait. Oh, I'm, yeah, that's why it was a good one. Yeah, I I'm pretty it. sure. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I did this already. Mm. Uh, I have an idea. All right. What's There's, up? Now, I'm piecing this together. All right. But I think something to do with like maybe relationships versus participating and engaging in hookup culture. Do you know what I mean? Like, are you actively contributing to that? Or are, you know, you know what I mean? Like something around there. Well, how do you mean by actively contributing to that? And what do you mean by that? Like hookup culture or relationship culture or yeah, like if you're if you're going around and you're dealing with multiple people, right? If you're dealing with multiple people, you're contributing to people dealing with multiple people at the same time. Yeah, a very unfocused sort of situation. But if you decide, okay, well, I'm not even going to participate in that, and I'm going to deal on the relationship side where it's just it's one too point. convoluted. Well, I mean, I know we're trying to boil it down. You're trying to boil it down from it's like getting to the essence of that. Yeah. Shit, I don't know. Uh, Like contributing. I don't don't know. We'll think of something. Uh, Are you happy with the number of partners you've had? Okay, yeah. Because I feel like that's kind of what you're talking about. Kind of. Kind of. Like, it's not directly being like, yo, what do you prefer, whoring or being in a relationship? But it's like, it's like, are you happy with your number count? That that's a tough one. I I don't. A lot too too much, too little, just right. Goldilocks up in this bitch. Yeah. Now you know what though. I think I may have asked a question like this. I've. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't. Actually. I haven't. I don't remember seeing yeah, anything I don't think like so. that. But I think that's a good way. But 
my question is, are people going to be realistic? Like, are they going to be honest in that situation? Because they, I don't know. We'll see. We'll do a poll. And we'll, <laughs> well, I like that they're anonymous. So it's like, yeah. it's just numbers. Yeah. It's just, a, it's just a bar and numbers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, but I mean, will they be honest with themselves? I find <laughs> that, I, you know, I find a lot of engagement on these polls. I'm surprised, man. Cause I used to think that too, but I feel like people actually engage honestly with these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I get a lot of like, people will be like, Oh man, I picked this, but because I had to. Yeah. But like you should have like I wish there was another option. Da, yeah. Da, da, da. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I get a lot of that, man. Yeah. Almost on a week to week basis, someone's mm-hmm. messaging me about some type of thing. Yeah, like alteration that they wish I made or something. Mm-hmm. So I feel like people are actually looking at it. And, okay. And it's but you know you're not wrong. I, I guarantee you not everybody's fucking. Yeah, but that's... I want to know what the ratio is now. It's like how many of you niggas is honest <laughs> and how many are lying? And damn, the studio's hot, bro. <laughs> damn. It's smoky hot too. I don't know if you're living anywhere where the smoke is affecting you. Mostly Canada, New York, Philly, I think is getting, I don't know, a bunch of the fucking states that border Canada or have, you know, wind patterns that that are in line with us. Bro, we're breathing heavy and it's hot. And they're saying it's going to be foggy tomorrow. I think they're trying to block out the sun. I'm pretty sure I watched the Mr. Burns Simpsons episode about this. <laughs> but that's too conspiracy, conspiracy, you know what I mean? And actually, what a good segue, because the next segment on the show is Dante's Inferno, the weekly segment on this podcast where my guy Dante brings us a, a, some sort of news article, a, a meme, a, a positive thing, a negative thing, a scary thing futuristic, something from the zeitgeist, something that's going on out there in the normal world. Uh, and then we discuss it here. And uh, Dante, what the hell is freaking you out about the world this week? <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> um, what is freaking me out about the world? Well, one th- I wouldn't say it's freaking me out, but I, I do want to highlight the situation. Um, All right. People, now if it would allow me to pull up this link. There we go. You know what I mean? So as we know, Paris is burning. Um, Oh, this is the video I actually wanted to show you. Okay. So this is a guy basically going through the aftermath of the people that are riding out in Paris. Oh, the aftermath isn't even done. It's still still going. It's still creating aftermath. This is just... One guy doing a roll through. As of this recording, there's still aftermath yes. being being created. Can you hear this? No, I can't hear any. Oopsies. This is the volume. There might not be. Mm. But yeah, as you can see, he's... Full screen this. You got to full screen this, man. There we go. Okay. So oh, you right. know why? Because he was listening to music in the actual video. Yeah, that makes sense. That's crazy. So he's just driving around listening to like Tokyo Drift and shit. And I'm in no, Tokyo. To, like French rap music. That was actually yeah, I just mixed, exactly what he's listening. To. I just mixed in a bunch of fucking uh Parisian French with 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 Quebecois and I know they hate that shit. Yeah. Oh, they think Quebec French is just a disgusting yeah, language. I think it's like country French. <laughs> Rest- restart this for me because I kind of like I don't know, man. I've I've seen war zones, bro. This looks light. Um <laughs> Nike La Police. I don't know what that means. Um I mean, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's a lot of burnt fucking vehicles. Uh and also just shout outs. To the people for standing up for what they believe in as a collective. Um, you know, I guess Canada had it to some extent, but we were talking about this before we started recording, like the, mm-hmm. the trucker protest. Like, I don't think, do you ever see Canada get into a place where we're so fed up that we do this? We tried. No. Nah. We did it too nice. Well, you just, yeah, the trucker protest? Yeah. I thought you were going to bring up the G8, uh, the G7 summit. Oh, remember that? Was that? Years ago. Yeah, that I was remember years that. and years ago. Yeah, and yeah, I remember that. There's a lot of. I have a t shirt. And there's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of speculation, you know, that, you know, those are dirty police tactics. Mm-hmm. A lot of people dressed and covered completely in head to toe from black. All you could see was their eyes. 
and they're the ones that started smashing up all the shops and shit. Yep. So well, that's another thing. That's a police tactic. You send your own guys in disguised as protesters, and they start a riot, mm-hmm. and then you guys have a reason to go in and fucking but beat that, the shit out of people and crack skulls and all this shit. So, and this this is like the concerning thing that I do want to talk about. It's like, yes, you know, seventeen year old gentleman was shot by the police, mm-hmm. but then you have all these other, you know. Like just people that are hopping, like bandwagoners, basically, that are hopping on this terrible situation to be like, oh well, let's <laughs> burn down a library. Yeah, of course. You know, or let's like I'm I'm looking for the video, but like they're burning down libraries. And uh, who's yeah? And that's what like protesters aren't going after libraries for what reason? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm generally, I mean, obviously I'm generalizing. I'm not really jumping into protests. I'm not really burning shit in the streets. But um, from what I find, I'm like, if you look throughout history, it's not usually the people that burn the libraries down. Mm-hmm. It's usually the governments. Yes. Like the Library of Alexandria and shit. It's like, hey, man, let's get rid of the knowledge. Yeah. And- let's, let's get rid of the history. Let's get rid of historical evidence. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't see why you would burn down a library strategically. Like, what the hell does that do? Unless the building itself was something that... Well, yeah, supposed to... So it was, like, their largest library in that particular, like, city. And you know what's crazy? It's a Parisian library. Like, so they have... There's probably a lot of African books in there that don't belong to them and stuff. Mm. Because where do they get all their shit from? They, They pillaged Africa, like... Yeah. They still have their claws in that bitch. All their shit in the Louvre is just shit from other places in the world. Oh, 100%. The British Royal Museum and all that shit. It's just other people's artifacts. All their crowns and shit, all the jewels. Like, a museum is a really, like, crazy kind of flex. Because it's like, it's like a... It's a zoo for shit that you you stole. stole. And it's like, yo, come check it out. Yeah. (laughs) And you have to pay us. And you have to pay us. None of the money goes back to the people. We won't even acknowledge it. And if we do, it's an apology. (laughs) Like, um... I think there's some jewel in the in King Charles, King Charles, mm. quote unquote King Charles uh, crown that India's asking for back or something like this. Oh. And obviously, I don't know. And yeah. I don't know. There's there's a whole bunch of stuff. People are asking for gold back and uh, from France. And France is like withholding it. Yeah. I might be wrong. That might be England, but it's one no, of the two countries. No, I'm pretty sure... People want their gold back from America right now. Like, from what I heard, like, a lot of the countries are asking, because America has a lot of the gold right now. So a lot of the countries are like, hey, can we have our gold back? And then <laughs> the U.S. is like, all right, give us, like, eight yeah, to ten years. Yeah, but this is one specific <laughs> instance that I was just reading about yesterday. So I, oh, should, okay, okay, okay. I should actually remember. It's either England or France, but some African or India is asking for a bunch of gold mm-hmm. that is technically theirs that was taken. Um, and uh, through legal loopholes... They're like holding up the the gold in court, essentially. Gotcha. And it's still on the wrong side of the world. Yeah. <laughs> like it's in the it's in the looters account. But you know, that's what you get to do when you're just fucking a tyrant. Yeah. And uh you just like continue to go towards like conglomerate everything. Conglomerate government, conglomerate society. That's why, you know, we all looked at the internet as some sort of positive thing, but then people started freaking out about globalization while being on the internet. And I'm like, yo, do you not realize that the internet is globalization? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the whole world is your fucking neighborhood. And I'm like, that's globalization, niggas. Yeah. Like you, yeah, exactly. You're not really meant to be this entrenched in the inner workings of like, a like fucking... In reality, right? You know what I mean? We should know nothing about what's going on in France. You I know mean, what I mean? That's how it would be without... This wireless communication. Exactly. But, no, but, being informed isn't a necessarily bad thing, but no, taking it to the extent where you you take on the like ideologies or or you start to take on the mission statement or just start mm-hmm. to take on the battles, literally the wars of other people that you have no business. But even like even just knowing about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with the news, it's like they could just be like, Oh, this place in this country over here, eighty thousand people dead, and now you have to hear about that and now exactly. that's in your mind and that's just this you know extra what I mean? shit and you're already trying to figure your life out 
you're already bombarded with your local news, mm-hmm. with your country news. Exactly. And now, like, the world shit is, like, it's too much. It's an overload on your brain. And if you're not actually aware of all that shit and you just keep taking it in and taking yes. it in, eventually you're going to hit a wall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, bro, there's a reason that mainstream is a, is mainstream, bro. And, it's and, like, and there, that's a good point. Like, there's a term, um, like, people need to really watch their mental diet. You know what I mean? Like, they need to take take notice of what they're taking in not just what they eat but like what they see if they see just bad news bad news bad news bad news yeah that's why you're not gonna feel like oh i'm not gonna have retirement money Mm -hmm. but if you're if you're disconnected and you're hustling on your grind and you're reading good books and you're around good people like-minded people you know true that's a better mental diet very true very true um how how long into this are we 35 all right, I want to get the fuck out of here. Let's do. <laughs> That's Dante's Inferno. Yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about here. we'll talk about this shit next week. Let's do uh, let's do UFC 290 <laughs> this Saturday. Uh, so we'll do what we always do and get into a banger nice, alert. And that banger alert, bro. Banger alert. Volkanovski <laughs> versus Rodriguez. Uh, Yair. What's the guy's name? How do you Yair? pronounce it? Is Yair. Yair Rodriguez versus. Yep. Uh, Alexander. I always, bro, I always want to say Andrew, which is so wrong. Alexander <laughs> Volkanovsky. Yeah. Um, also, Alexander the Great. I do want to mention, I've, I've slowly been looking into 1FC. If you mm. guys are fight fans and yeah. you know what I'm talking about, it's uh, international MMA, like truly MMA promotion. Yeah. And, because uh, they, they do kickboxing, they do Muay Thai, they do grappling. Yeah. And then they also do mixed, like they actually do like mixed mixed martial arts like they'll do like half a muay thai fight and then like half muay thai rules for one round and then mma rules that's for the second round it, and then they'll go back like and then that's, they'll have a muay thai guy that's mixed MMA martial guy. arts exactly. that, that, that's almost like uh calling back to what ufc was originally yes now was UFC truly all... testing the martial arts against each other yes and now all the martial arts have blended correct which is what the ufc kind of is you know which is what dj right? yeah demetrius he represents like the Shout out to Demetrius Johnson, the guy that they just fucking erased from, like from their, history, yeah, books. from UFC history books. They can't. Um, I want to big up this one can't. video. Mm. This man is the number one threat to the UFC. It's on you. It's on YouTube. It's by. It's from the channel uh, Patrick uh, Gavia, G A V I A. I normally don't even do this, but it was such a well done video. It's like a twenty seven minute video. If you're into MMA, mixed martial arts, and and the fight game, mm-hmm. like. Um, it just opened my eyes because it's just like wrestling. You know, yeah. I'm always talking about how in wrestling, oh, I love the fucking promotions. The indies. Like, there's the, the, but there's the indies, but there's also, like, everything outside of WWE. Yes. And essentially now, UFC is WWE. They're owned by the same company. It's the same literally. company, literally. <laughs> and But, they're like, the way they promote everything, it's like they look for the storylines mm-hmm. more now than mm-hmm. they do the actual good fights. Yes. And it, it almost feels kind of, like, set up in the way that they... Like they make sure some guys stay on top by feeding them maybe not the best competition. I don't you know think what I mean? They do that just yet because the thing is with the UFC, you still have to win your fight. So even if they are, oh, try- of course, you know what I mean. They can, try- but you don't think there's been fighters where they're like not feeding them potentially the best competition. There's been plenty of cases, which of course I can't fucking recall right now. Yeah, but I feel like there's been plenty of times where they're like, "Yo, this guy should be fighting." I mean, look, Kobe Covington right now. Yeah, what about him? He shouldn't be fucking fighting for the title. Yeah, and you're right. They are going storyline heavy on that one. And and obviously there's legalities and all that shit. They have some sort of deal, which we don't know about. We don't know but the back end. Yeah, yeah. But regardless of that, we got a banger. UFC 290. Correct. But I do want to say Child we will start FC. talking about 1FC. Yeah. Because, like, damn, that promotion is fire. Yeah. They do have Demetrius the intros, Johnson. I love the intros, Bro, too. they have Demetrius Johnson. So, like, already, like, I believe I believe that they... And just now knowing a little more of the backstory of the company and, like, what their mission statement is, mm-hmm. he literally says UFC, like, goes after the fucking storyline. We're trying to put together the best fight with the best fighters. And obviously UFC does that. But I don't know. There's, there seems to be a lot more respect for the actual fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, the martial arts. Yes. As opposed to the... The spectacle. Yes. Which is a very American thing anyways. Everything is fucking fireworks and Mm -hmm. and hot dogs and and waving flags and shit. Yeah. Um, But yeah, UFC 290. 
Let's do the preview. Uh, as usual, we'll just do like the main card. Now we, I gotta highlight a few. There's oh, someone. There's hilarious. someone on the the early prelims. Just know that it's hot in the studio. Yeah, I know. Because I, I, I know I, you I, like to nerd out. I won't. And this even, is your this is your place. This is your place. Don't let me. This <laughs> is not your... a nerd out. I just want to highlight. I just want to say on the. I think he's on the early prelims. Shout All out. right, pull it up. Scroll down. Tony Hinchcliffe. He's he's on the early. Prelims. Hinchcliffe is on the early prelims. Where is he? This guy right here. <laughs> Oh, Tony Hinchcliffe, you're hilarious. Why? What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shout out South Africa, yeah? Yeah. Um, okay, so I uh, do want to actually point out, first yeah. of all, banger alert right here. Sean Brady, Sean Brady versus Jack. Della uh, Madalena. <laughs> say that again. Della Madalena. That's an Australian name for sure. My name is Jack Della Madalena. <laughs> Oi. Oi, Jack Della Madalena. Oi. So, Oi! So crikey! Oi! Quick back. This guy will stomp my fucking head into the ground. Yeah. Oi! Jack Delamadelita. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You you think you want to see me fight? You want to see a wall up? <laughs> pause. <laughs> Australian pause. Pause there, yeah. Uh, but yeah, continue. I'm sorry. So Sean Brady actually, um, he fought Bilal Muhammad, who okay. was supposed to be fighting for the title. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean supposed to be? Isn't he in line? He won. Yeah, yeah. He is. He's like up there is what I'm yeah, saying, okay. right? Yeah. He got pieced up by Bilal Muhammad, right? So my breakdown for this fight is if you get pieced up by Bilal Muhammad. And he and he took it. He got standing TKO'd. Okay. 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 Yeah. Like the referee had to come in and stop it. Um, you're most likely going to get pieced up by Jack Dalla Madeline as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he's that, but he's like a really good striker. He pieced up and he pieced up someone that's higher than him on the card. Oh, damn. He, he, he pieced up Jalen Turner. Oh, sorry. Wrong guy. Randy Brown. He pieced him up. Yeah. <laughs> Who fought last week. But so I think. Della Maddalena can piece this guy up, but if it Still goes to the ground, that. the pause central, bro. Okay, beat him up. Just, <laughs> just, you know what I'm saying? Just what did you do, Cameron and Mace? Holy <laughs> shit! Uh, but Sean, yeah, Sean Brady could win via submission, but on the feet, I think Jack's got it. Okay, yeah. yo, how old is Robbie Lawler to be still fighting? Don't click on that, man. Oh, you, oh, to, to, I'm like, don't click on no Robbie Lawler shit. What's the age here? Uh, it doesn't say. It doesn't say the age. That's crazy. Normally it does, no? Ha, ha, ha. Regardless. Um, ha, ha, ha. Skip that. I mean, this is a good fight, but we don't want to talk about it. This is yeah, a good one. Yeah, real bangers. Like, this is a banger. Yo, Dan Hooker. Okay, yeah. Versus Jalen Turner. Okay. Yes. This is uh, prelims or? This is main card. Main card? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's definitely main card. Um, we could talk about Bo Nickel. Like, I'm going to pick him, but. Bo Nickel uh, versus Treason Gore. Treshawn. Treshawn. Wow. I'm black, too. This is awful. Come on, on up, brother. <laughs> Yo, what's wrong with me? I think I'm dyslexic because I you put said it. Trees, I treason. said treason. <laughs> treason. That's what white people want me to say, bro. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Treshawn. <laughs> My bad, dog. Please don't beat me up. I'm going to need your help defending me from the other guy I was making fun of. <laughs> Hey, Dana Madalena. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Jalen Turner versus Dan Hooker, Banger lightweight alert. bout. Banger alert, one hundred percent. Damn the odds. Oh, okay, Jalen is minus two ten, and Dan is plus one eighty. All right. Yeah. What's that? What are you predicting? I'm I'm going with Jalen Turner on this one. Uh, what round and how? Is this going standing up? Is this? This going... is a stand up fight for sure, but. Actually, I think Jalen, a... no, I think Jalen gets it by submission. Damn. I think he knocks Hooker's a striker. Yes. Yeah. So I think Jalen gets a knockdown and strangles him. What round? Dose. Round two. All right. All right. Now let's get to this fucking all right. We're getting to the real uh meat and potatoes pause. <laughs> Fuck man. These guys ruined my we shouldn't life. Have... <laughs> we shouldn't have watched that clip before we started recording. You're correct. Uh, we started we started watching a lot of it is what it is clips. Yeah, this nigga did it in and out. <laughs> Yo, you boo watching, boo watching. Yo, this, <laughs> shout out to Cam and Mace, man, because that is the best thing to happen in sports talk 
in, in a long time. Mm. Um, but the co-main event, middleweight bout. This is not the co-main. Really? Oh, my God. Sorry, I saw a Spanish guy with a title, and I assumed it was the main event. Yeah. That is the co-main event. This is, wow, this is, might as well be a triple main event. Yeah. Robert Whitaker versus, can, can you just say nah, that? I want to see you struggle first. All right. Drysus, <laughs> Jesus, wait! Don't tell me yet. Dricus, 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 pretty close. Dricus Duplices. Yeah, Dricus. Dricus. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Said Dricus. <laughs> yeah, is Dricus Duplices. 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 Yeah. I'm sorry, all these people. Please don't beat me up, man. <laughs> Holy shit. It's hot in the studio, bro. It's hard. My eyes are the sweat. My eyelids. This should be a really good fight. Um I I Whitaker, Whitaker's still number ranked number two, eh? Yeah. Wow, I really sweating. Yeah. Whitaker, <laughs> my fucking brain chips just melted. Brain chips? <laughs> Your motherboard? Holy shit. <laughs> short circuiting. Yo, I, yeah, that's also <laughs> way better than what I said. Brain chips? I don't think in my 30 years of existence I've ever said brain chips. <laughs> Who you got what round, bro? <laughs> I got Whitaker by decision. Okay. Okay. Or by wrestling, but Whitaker's minus three sixty in this shit. Yeah, but th here's the thing: people do underestimate Drikus. So is this your bet? Is is this the one to place on? No, 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 no. That's too close to place on for this one. Like, if anything, like, if you wanted to put money on a fight, I'll put on Robbie Lawler at two plus two fifteen. Yeah, because he's the underdog in this fight. And you think he has a good chance? Yeah, against Nico Price, yes. Because Nico Price yeah. is what Robbie Lawler used to be, right? So Robbie Lawler was like a brawler, and he would just go in, just go go ham. Yeah. Um, Robbie's calmed down. He's an older man. He's got wisdom. He takes his time. He cooks the beans, you know what I mean, before he eats. You're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Scroll um, back up, bro. <laughs> he cooks the beast before he eats. I like that, but that was fucking crazy. Um, co-main event. Wait, did you? Okay, so you said Whitaker by decision. Yeah. Okay. Co-main event, flyweight title bout. My guy Brandon Moreno. Let's go, Mexico. Fucking get this guy another goddamn uh, Funko Pop. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Funko stand up. <laughs> Brandon Moreno, viva Mexico. Uh, versus Alexandre. Or is it Alexander? See, now you got me fucking... He's he's Brazilian. Yeah. Alexander. Alexandre. Alejandre. Yeah. Pantoya. I got that right. Yeah, I know yeah, I got yeah, that yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Can't fuck with me on that one. <laughs> Pantoya. Alejandre Pantoya. Where's Brandon Moreno? Is he? Como that? <laughs> um... <laughs> I got Moreno for this one, too. I'm always excited for yeah. Moreno fights. Let's yeah. fucking go. You think he retains... Yeah. Does it go the distance? It's a title fight, so it's five rounds. I think it goes five rounds. It goes five rounds. Flyweight fights typically do go five rounds. You don't usually see a stoppage unless it's DJ. unless it's Moreno versus fucking versus uh who is that Davison, last? Yeah. Gredo. Yeah. Uh did he stop him? In the one of them, no. One? The first one? One of them. Either way, yeah, on average you don't usually see a stoppage. They usually go the distance. But you are right though. Um you were about to say what? Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse, you'll get a finish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm leaning Moreno on this one. And, uh, by decision. Yeah. All right. Rounds. The main event. <sighs> Holy shit. Ooh, title versus title. not even odds on this one. Yo, title versus title, bro. <sighs> is it title versus title? Or is not it only really. one of them up? Well, I guess it's unification. Well, because Yair is an interim yeah, champ. Yeah, it's unification. But he only got the interim because he fought the same day that Alexander fought Islam. So they did the interim that same day. So he's like, I'm vacating the belt. But he's not, you know what I mean? And he fought Josh Emmett for the interim belt, which is, you know. Interesting. I'm not saying he's not a champion, but it was right. like an interim. That There's a technicality really there. Yeah. There's a technicality there. Yeah. This guy because has, like, so it's a sham belt. Yeah, because Alex, he wasn't even hurt. It's you know what I mean? Belt. They just created, this is part of the storyline. It's a sham belt. They give, this is part of the storyline. It's a sham belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it. It's a sham belt. Thank you. 
<laughs> like, um, I, I'll, like he's he's a champion because they he fought Josh Emmett and he beat him up, beat him up yeah. really bad. But it was only because they had this weird interim belt out of nowhere because Volkanovski went up to fight Islam. So, so who do you got in this fight? I got Volkanovski on. Damn, the it's yeah. too close. It's so close, man. <laughs> you don't think so? I don't think so. All right, fair enough. Because I will say, go back and watch. For all, all my UFC fans out there, everyone go back and watch Frankie Edgar versus Yair. That's exactly what I'm expecting to happen. All right, we'll watch that after. We'll, yeah. we'll roll a hash joint, and then we'll watch that <laughs> fight after. Um, so you expect Volkanovski to win by stoppage? Uh, decision. Decision. Again. So but, it's going to go five rounds. Yeah. Like, wrestling... A lot of movement. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, Yair has sick movement, but... He'll be able to get out of a lot of stuff, but you don't think he has enough power to put down Volk? He probably does, but I just think the way Volkanovski fights, yeah, it's hard to hit him with all that spinning shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, which is what Yair is really good at. But then I also feel like maybe Volkanovski's wrestling will be able to control Yair on the ground. But he's, yeah. Yair's good on jiu-jitsu like ground, but there's a difference between like wrestling ground game and jiu-jitsu ground game. Very fair. So, yeah. That's very fair. Um, well, I'm very excited, man. Yeah, me too. Uh, UFC 290 this Saturday, uh, after the release of this Wednesday episode, uh, you know, what's the, what's the date that it says? J- Saturday, July 8th. So this episode comes out like three days before that shit. Enjoy this, enjoy that, but I think this is a good place to end it. You know what I mean? What a great episode. We got a bunch of shit out. I actually promoted comedy shows for a change, and then I should have comedy to talk about once again. So, you know, this podcast has a reason once again. Um, Thank you so much, the beautiful people, for being here. As always, I love you. If you are not already, please hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell, share with your friends, leave a comment, do whatever the fuck. Uh, Just enjoy it. You know what I mean? I'm here, and then I'm not here, but I'm enjoying life, and I hope you are too. Dante, where can the people find you online? You can find me online on Instagram at person1prod. That is spelled P-E-R-S-O-N, the number one, P-R-O-D. Send me a DM. Let's work. Send him a DM. Let's twerk. Uh, (laughs) Pause. (laughs) Pause. Thank you. (laughs) Fuck, Cameron and Mace. The pause, bro. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, I'm Black Zeus, a.k.a. Black Zeus on all social media. Uh, Black Zeus the podcast, Spotify, Apple, YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed to all that good shit. The stuff is always scrolling at the bottom of the stuff. Look at me just fingering the screen like this. Look at that. Yeah, baby. Now up game. Now you got to. Yeah. All right. Very aggressive ending for the episode. We will be back here next week. Hopefully less sweaty. Probably more. Pause. Uh, but I love you. Peace, peace. Peace. <laughs>